Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Late Night Alternative with Catherine Boyle. Speech radio with a difference. Talk radio. This is the late night alternative. I'm Catherine Boyle. The microphone is on. So are you. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Thanks very much for all the calls we've got so far. We've got Andre, we've got Alistair, we've got Jake. But I'll always have time for you too if you want to give me a ring. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Before we move on. I'm- I know that I'm driving you crackers, keep alluding to this uh, story about Charlie Sheen. We were talking about earlier on about um, exes who managed to stay friends, whether they managed to stay friends or whether they managed to make friends again afterwards. It was um, Gwyneth Paltrow and her ex on holiday together that kind of caught my eye. And while we all kind of poo-pooed this idea of calling it conscious uncoupling when they broke up, they seem to have worked it through and it's maybe they found the answer. They managed to stay friends all the way through the breakup by the looks of things. I'm assuming, you know, who knows what goes on apart from those two people. But then they're pictured on the beach with their kids and with their new partners, all apparently in perfect harmony. Here's another way around it. Denise Richards Charlie Sheen, possibly the worst husband in the world. I mean, Charlie Sheen has made absolutely no secret about his previous uh, behaviour. And this is a story that she's now telling. Um, Denise Richards, of course, an actor in her own right, uh, arguably got a lot more famous than he did. He was on The Descent as she was on The uh, Ascent. And uh, she could have been pretty embarrassed by his behaviour. I mean, he's you think of it, he's done it and with a cherry on top. Anyway, here's this story that I found uh, on the US website, page six. Um, And I'm going to tell it the way they tell it because it's quite something. I mean, imagine your ex is the most outlandish character there is. We're talking about, you know, parties with Playboy bunnies and people uh, who wouldn't get on the pages of Playboy. Didn't seem to mind who was having it off with, basically. (laughs) And it was was just doing it absolutely... um, you know, in your face, telling everyone about it could have been quite embarrassing. How they've managed to stay friends, I do not know. Maybe she's uh, she's a, must be an amazing person. Maybe he's great fun once you get past the idea that you want him to be your husband. Anyway, this is what page six says. It could have been a major dinner party foul. De- Denise Richards opened up about how her father reacted to one of her more memorable holiday moments when her ex-husband, Charlie Sheen, showed up to their family's Thanksgiving meal accompanied by a hooker. Their words, not mine. I didn't care. I'm not romantically involved, Richard said. 
48 on Wednesday's episode of Dean McDermott, Adam Hunter and Nikki Paris's podcast, Daddy Issues, which, by the way, I shall be downloading at some point. Uh, he just told me, hey, I want you to know so-and-so is here, but don't worry, she's going to be in the car in the driveway while we eat dinner. What, he was going to leave her a window ajar and a bowl of water in there? At this point, Richards had to wing it and jumped into host mode. I'm like, oh, God, I can't have her just sitting in the driveway, she said, adding that she had Sheen's Lady of the Night sit at the other end of their long dinner table. Richards, who shares daughters Lola Rose, 14, and Sam, 15, with Sheen, added that we just told the kids it was his other friend that was with him and that he was his assistant. While the kids seemed unaware of the unorthodox situation, Richard said her father, Irv, knew something was up. I expect if your son-in-law is Charlie Sheen, you get used to that feeling. My dad was seated next to her, sort of-ish, and he came up to me while we were all talking and stuff, and he goes, I think there's something not right with that woman. She said, uh, I go, oh, okay, why'd you say that? He goes, well, I keep trying to talk to her and she just doesn't say anything, and I'm just being friendly, making conversation. The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills star then had to explain to her dad that the woman was a sex worker and he should stop trying to make conversation. He's like, she's a hooker, Richards recalled. And I said, yeah, what do you think? They don't always dress in fishnets and lingerie, Dad. And he was just like, that Charlie. And then he goes, well, it was nice of you to invite her in for dinner. Do you know what? I think he raised his daughter right. I mean, yeah, it was nice of him to invite her in for dinner. I mean, Charlie Sheen, what an a-hole even as sitting out in the car like a dog richards first spoke of the strange supper in the may episode of real housewives of beverly hills on which she said even a hooker deserves to have thanksgiving dinner sheen later confirmed the story was true one thing's for sure when it comes to crazy thanksgiving dinners richards rules the roost flipping oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand uh let's go to andre although i think we're opening a can of worms after that story hey andre uh- He's having a lovely, relaxed time in Roma. Nice, nice. I was on the mend, yeah? Yeah. Uh, Elvis is alive because there's a guy at the six or squares, it's him. Uh, so, but I've got the worst. But he's a liar and I'm not sure about you. Uh, no, you don't know. He could be. Right, now, what I was doing is I've got a few items on the agenda, yeah? All right. Um... Right, where's your song, Rocks and Scissors or Human Fly? Right. What would you like first? Here's the thing. I think we should do Rocks and Scissors, but I'm stick, sick of all the destruction. We're living in an right. increasingly frightening world. I think we should try and... Um, here's what I'm thinking. That subject. Let's think of the cutest thing we can think of. We kill each other right. with kindness. Ready? That's right. Yeah. All right. Yes. You ready? Yeah. Um, puppy dressed as Batman. Fluffy blanket. Fluffy blanket's good. I think the puppy yeah. wins. I think the puppy wins that. No, no. Hayley, what do you reckon? Puppy. You puppy wins. Right, okay, right, next one. You start. I'll go first this time. Yeah. Um, nice, nice ceiling fan. <laughs> In this weather. Go on. All right, we're going for nice rather than cute. Well, it's still... It's not overly expensive. It's anything. <laughs> you said nice things. All right, nice ceiling things. Ceiling fan. Let's, a ceiling fan. All right. So if we're talking about ways to cool down, what Don't about a wind turbine? No. What about a nice foot spa filled with cold water? Yeah, nice. Yeah. Right. What about laying in the Bahamas somewhere on the beach at night, looking at the stars? Oh, that's beautiful. I think nice you, fault. Yeah. I'm not even joining that one. I think you win, Andre. Oh, right. Now next subject then. Go on. Uh, where's your song, the jam? Yeah. 
To be someone must be a wonderful thing. A famous footballer, rock singer, or a big film star. Yes, I think I would like that. Now, I've got another word, a few words. What the hell was that? Uh, the jam to be someone, it's called. All right. And we simply... And we simply move along in simple houses, simple jobs, and no one's waiting for the change. And also, mm-hmm. Joe Strummer's words and mine, because I'm, I'm taking over from Joe Strummer. Right, now, he said, clothes, shopping centres, housing and it's all a brand con. Even rock and roll's a con. Okay, it's all a fiddle. It's a con. All right? Oh, the last one on the agenda. Did you see the film The Flyer? Oh, God, ages ago, yeah. Yeah, I am The Flyer. I am The Flyer. What a film. Did you like it? Uh, and our Flyer? I mean, it's not a nice film, is it? It was a classic. It was brilliant. I think he should have um, left it alone and not picked at it. Pardon? He went proper gammy, didn't he? Yeah, it was, it was classic. No. Did, he come back? Did he come back as normal in the end? Uh, no, I don't think he did. He, he started flying around the room and everything, didn't he? Yeah, and he was talking like that. It was classic, wasn't it? I am the flyer. You're a weirdo. I am the flyer. You are a weirdo. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. If you want to give me a ring, I'd appreciate it. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax. And think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Late Night Alternative with Catherine Boyle. Speech radio with a difference. Talk radio. At this point, we're going to have to zip through some calls. 03444991000. I'll make room for you, of course, but we are chock-a-block tonight, and I'm really pleased about that. Thanks for phoning, Alistair. Evening. And thanks for hanging on. I know you've been there a while. No worries. Just to follow up from Andre's last point about the fly. Yes. Did you ever see a comic strip? Um, You know the comic strip uh, series? Yeah, I think I did. Did you see the one called The Yob? Uh, which yes. basically, it was a, a football fan in one booth and uh, uh, a video director in the other. And it's one of the funniest 
funniest one that I ever saw. It was absolutely... It was Keith Allen in it. Yes! I do kind of remember that, although I would have been quite young. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, God. That, that Definitely worth another watch. That oh, yeah. Brilliant. Tell you what, I've just read um, Lily Allen's book, and I'm way behind the times of oh, that, because right. that's been out a while. And it's a real eye-opener about what it's like to be... Well, you didn't bring her up, Keith Allen. He kind of kind of wafted in and out, according didn't to... Didn't they have problems, yeah. uh, Lily and her uh, dad? Yeah. She says that, you know, everyone talks about how she had this charmed life where she was in, yeah. in the set that, you know, were um, making life easy for her if she wanted to be in entertainment. She said, but, you know, it really wasn't any kind of father to her until she got a bit older, and even then he's sort of more of a mate. Well, he's always come across as a bit of a... A wild man, really. Yeah, yeah. So, just I don't think he's capable. No, no. I remember when he got thrown off a late night uh, talk show on BBC Two because he was absolutely bladdered. Yeah, yeah. But, um, it's kind of devil yeah. may care thing. Anyway, I, I thought of three things I'd tell myself. Go on. Um, one, um, stand up for yourself. Yeah. More because. It's, it's a hard life, and it's a, you know people, you know, are difficult sometimes. Were you, you a bit of a people pleaser then? Do you think? Yes, and unfortunately, to the extreme that I never really um, looked after myself at yeah. all. So I, that my self-esteem suffered. Yeah. Um, as a result, second one would be um, take your time and do a lot of research. And try different things before you decide which career path you want to go down. Yeah. Well, did you choose the wrong one, do you think? Yeah, I think so. Um, but I think it's probably, uh, in this day and age, for, for kids, I mean, there isn't clear career path anymore, and, and you do have to try different things. So that... Yeah, I think it's tricky for them, because now there's a yeah. lot of um, these sort of unpaid internships seem to be the way in. Uh, even yeah. if you've got a degree, and that kind of um, relies on you having someone looking after you before you get, a, you know, a paid job. Yeah. And not everyone's yeah. got that. So I, I think some kids are plumping for jobs they're not massively keen on, thinking, well, hopefully I won't be in this forever. And That's right. And that, yeah, it does make it tricky. And a lot of the jobs out there are kind of low-paid jobs, aren't they? And, yeah. And that, it, yeah. Just to make ends meet, they've got to take them and all the rest yeah. of it. Yeah, and when you're young, people take advantage of the fact that, you know, they don't have to pay you very much and you'll be grateful for it. But yeah, really. And, you know, the third thing, I've forgotten what I was going to tell myself. Um, probably don't, um, you know, when life gets hard, don't, uh, don't, don't try and take drugs or alcohol, mm. <laughs> in my case. Yeah. But, uh, um, a sort of related thing, um, very quickly, Kat, because I was thinking about this. I see this when I um, am out in the streets and I see families and the kids and everything this, in these days. I was wondering, um, what would you be telling your kids? What advice would be you be? If, sorry if this is too personal. No, I don't mind. Wrong, but what would you be sort of advising your kids about uh, about this sort of thing? Well, about, well, about drugs or about life? No, 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 no. I'd be, how, uh, you know, what, what advice would you give them moving forward? Something I've really, really tried to foster in them from being really little is you don't yeah. you don't need to lie to me. Is that yeah. um, lies will only make it worse? And yeah. if you tell me the truth, um, I might not like to hear it, but it allows me to help you out. And the more you lie the more trouble you get in and the trickier it's going to be for me to help you. 
Good one. So yeah. I always want them to tell me the truth. I had a mum, I was really lucky in that I had a mum who instilled that in me. And um, she said, I might, I might not always like what you've done, but I'd rather know where we are so I can help you out. Because she always energy you lying. Yeah, of course you do. And no, also, tell the truth by the time it comes out on. and you can't hide it anymore, you're in deep yeah. doo-doo, you know, and it's harder. I think, you know, I, the, the other thing was I had, to, I had to learn to maybe not go running to my parents for everything as well. You know, I, yeah. I, I, did, I didn't do that. Um, it's knowing the difference, isn't it? It's knowing when to ask for help and um, recognise the fact that um, you can go to your mum. I think it, having someone, even if it's not your mum, having someone that you can be absolutely honest with is really important yeah. and, and not everyone has it. And uh, the people I've seen come in a cropper in life are people that feel like, they, um, like they've got no one. Uh, yeah, and that's it. I remember the third thing. Always treat people like you yourself would like to be treated. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's right. I think that's right. And the other thing I think you get when you get a bit older is when you're a kid, and maybe you need to be this way when you're growing up, you need to have a very clear idea of what's right and wrong, right? And so that means you can be quite judgmental of other people. The older I get, the less I judge because I think that um, most people start out with the best intentions and you never know where life's going to take you. And um, the well, people have always got reasons for being away, you know? Yeah. That's about wisdom that as you get older, you learn about the fact that actually um, in order to make the environment around you better, you actually you know, do give people latitude to yeah. help them and that helps you. The, and, the, and, the, and the other important thing is I don't expect people to... Um, I, if someone shows me who they are, I can yeah. either accept that or decide that that's not helpful to have in my life right and sometimes you've yeah, got to draw yeah. that line but yeah. for the most part i accept that that's the way people are and i don't expect anything different from them and then you can never be disappointed can you that's it anyway thanks ever so much hey, nice great to talk show to you again. oh thank you i appreciate that how uh, by the way can i ask mm. uh, how mm. did you go to a meeting i did i went to one tonight very good meeting good i'm really glad you're looking after yourself alistair all right, and God bless, and uh, hopefully uh, Ian gets back, or I hope he's not affected by the strike. Oh, I've, I think he'd be absolutely gutted to have to stay away in Rome for an extra few days. No, I, know, I, I actually know that he's itching to get back on air, but um, there could be worse things that happened than to take a bit more time off. Hey, Alistair, nice to talk to you. Give us a ring again. I know you will. Thanks, Kat. Oh, Bye-bye. three four 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 nine nine one thousand. if you want to give me a call. You can do that. Uh, who was next? I know. Uh, let's go to Jake. Hey, Jake. Hello, Kath. Hiya, sorry to keep you hanging on. Let's make it worth it. (laughs) Yeah, well, I've got a bone to pick with you already, Kath. Go on. You read that number so quick, it took me about 15 tenths to catch it fully. Uh, (laughs) Sorts the wheat from the chaff, you see. It's the what, sorry? I said it sorts the wheat from the chaff. I only get the most determined callers. I'll try and slow it down in future, though. I'm hearing what you're saying. I I was determined enough to catch it. Good. Good. (laughs) I'm glad you did. Thanks for ringing. It's all right. No problem. Um, I I sort of forgot what I was going to talk about, really. Um, I I will say, though, I watched a uh, documentary on these flat earth lunatics the other day. Um, Just wanted to hear your views on that. Yeah. Do you think they believe it, or do you think it's like an intellectual exercise in arguing? 
I have no clue, but what's scary is it's some real smart people and they're, they're breeding as well, so... It's quite, quite uh, worrying that such, such educated people can believe such just madness. Yeah, yeah. I think it's an interesting exercise to go, right, what do I actually know for sure? Well, erosion, um, just, just, just general physics and logic, just, just, it just, blows it all out the water straight uh, away. But it's, it's physics and logic that you've been taught, Jake. It's rules that you didn't make up. Yeah, but I could throw a rock into uh, a swirling pool and it would eventually turn into a, a smooth, round pebble. I could do the same with, like, wind and stuff like that. It, it's it's not taught, it's it's applied and you, it's right in front of you. You can do it yourself. So. Yeah. Oh, listen, I'm yeah. not going to argue with it that the earth isn't round. But I just think it's an interesting thing. But I also think it's a symptom of um, a reticence in some parts these days to take other people's expertise for it. You know, don't believe the experts is something that's being spouted a lot these days. And it allows, I'm going to say it, it allows thick people to feel clever sometimes believing in a conspiracy. Yeah, but at the same time, they're not all thick. So That's the terrifying part. That, exactly, that's, that's, that's what scares me. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, like the Egyptians and people further back in that of somehow had an understanding of the earth. How come it's only in the 20th, 21st century that people are starting to get this crazy theory about the earth being flat mm. when we've had lots of people study the earth for, for thousands and thousands of years, so... It's a, it's a way to feel important, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, they, they could choose something else. But... <laughs> yeah, they could choose yeah, something a bit more useful. Yeah, exactly. But, All um, this mind power and just, just nothing but brain farts. <laughs> I do like a documentary, though. It's that thing we were t I was talking about with Alistair of, right, OK, I, you accept as you get older that not everyone's the same and it can be quite interesting to stick a toe in their world for a while as long as you don't have to live there. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just some people, are, you just put, they just make you really wonder. They do. Have you seen that one about the incels that they've got on BBC4 at the moment? The what, sorry? Incels. No, I, I don't really watch t t uh, TV too much, Car. No, this is on catch-up. I don't know if, you, if that makes a difference. No, well, no, I just, I, I just, when, I, when I'm home from work, I only just watch, like, fat things on um, YouTube and stuff, and then I come on, well, only the past month or so, I started listening to talk radio every night. Well, good. I'm glad that you've come to us eventually. Have you finished YouTube then? Have you completed well, it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a few other websites I've completed as well. Oh, blimey, I don't <laughs> want to know about <laughs> that. Uh, <laughs> no, I, um, I, uh, I, I used to listen to BBC World Service um, yeah. just on the night time. Um, but I used to listen to a radio station quite a while ago when I was younger. Um, it was Tim Shaw, uh, Kerrang Radio. Oh, right, it yeah. Was some sort of this kind of thing but it, it, he was a bit more vulgar in some aspects and um well stick with us when ian's back we'll get vulgar again <laughs> but yeah i just i just i just like this kind of thing it's not like too formal like bbc that crap so i'm glad you say that uh, yeah i just like i just like it. it's very homely to listen to this station with, yeah um, everyone seems to be a family well 
Yeah, but a slightly dysfunctional family. Some of us aren't talking, but apart from that, yeah, actually, <laughs> exactly like a family, in fact. Well, it sounds perfect to me. Oh, good. I'm really glad you <laughs> found us. That. Spread the word, yeah. Jake, because we need as many listeners as we, as we can get. I shall go forth and spread the good news. <laughs> thanks very much. But no flat earthers, thanks. I can't be bothered with the arguments. Um, no, I think earth, not disc. <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much for ringing. Thank you. Take care. Good night. 0344 499 1000. If you want to give me a ring, you can do so. Um, Kieran has. Uh, let's have a word with Kieran. Hang on. Yeah, I found the right one. Hiya, Kieran. Hello, Seth. How are you doing? I'm all right. Thanks for ringing up. What you got? I, I, just, I spoke to the other night about Juliet Turner, didn't I? Oh, yes, you did. Yes, you did. Yes, I you did. did. And then you play Time tonight. Yes. Is that another one of your favourites? <laughs> not my favourite, but uh, my daughter's favourite. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's just, you keep playing these songs that make um, make me ring in. Good. And then you quoted uh, Kirsty McCall as well. Yeah. Well, we played Kirsty McCall earlier in the week. She's another one I absolutely love. Yeah. Can you stop playing these music that makes <laughs> me ring in? What music don't you like? <laughs> I'll play it tomorrow. <laughs> No, I like lots, lots of music. Uh, oh. But um, yeah, thank you very much for, for playing those songs. That's all right. That's all right. When it's talk radio, you know, it's it's good to hear a bit of music now and again. Well, I just think it resets the clock again. You know, we yammer on for an hour. We deserve a little break. Yeah. Well, he, Ian's had a long break. Yes, yeah. He's going to be back Monday, though, and uh, he's going to be back full pelt. I know he's got, he's already imagined what the show's going to be on Monday, so he's already got topics. Well, don't let him play any music. He will play music. <laughs> but maybe it won't be the sort of music that makes you feel like you've got a ring up, so you'll get a rest. No, I, lo- no, like I said, I love music. Good. I'm glad. All, all kinds of music. We spoke to a guy once, Dennis in Dunstable, who used to ring. God rest his soul. He, di- he died th- this year. And uh, he said he didn't like music at all. I can never understand that. Someone who doesn't get it, just yeah. doesn't what, get what the point. He, what did he dial? <laughs> Old age. <laughs> Old age, and he was a good one. I'm not having a, a bad word said against him, but yeah, he was a miserable I, sod when it came to music. Uh, I bet he played the fiddle. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right, Kieran. Well, nice to hear from you. And you too. Good night. Thanks for ringing. Bye-bye. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. After Pablo... I have an empty switchboard. So if you've been holding back, now's your time. 0344 499 1000. Hello, Pabs. How do? How do? How are you, Cass? I'm well, all right, thanks. How, how are you? I'm very well, very well. Excellent. What you got? Um, well, two things, if you'll permit me. Of course. Um, one is, um, I just caught the, the end part of um, the tick. Can you beat the bookies last night? I don't know if you saw any of that or were aware. No, what's that? It was on BBC. It was, it was basically it was this, um, this journalist. I forget the guy's name. Um, if you can do your, your Google type and set oh. up there. I think it was uh, Can you beat the bookies? Right. And what was and, it like? Uh, an exercise in um, gambling and stuff like that. Well, it, it basically, he had like an entire team of people, and he got given. I think it was. Uh, five grand or seven grand, I think it was, seven grand by the BBC. Right. And I think he'd, he'd uh, um, had an, uh, an entire team of people, uh, researchers, and he had uh, contact of all the best gamblers and all this sort of thing. Oh, blimey. Um, 
and it was just an exercise and is there any way you can actually beat the bookies and yeah his, his idea was he'd given himself a month and uh he double his money right because professional gamble gamblers will have you believe that there are systems well that's it and when i turned on as i said i didn't see it from the start so i, I just switched over and like he won three grand like based on i think it was two bets or one bet but it was like there was a system of live betting where it was somebody who was watching tennis in america mm-hmm. um and he was going from a i think it was like some sort of open tournament he was finding the specific ones where they had a slow umpire and he was sitting there and telling him when somebody was getting a point and he was putting a bet on at that point just right. before that so it was all very kind of uh cloak and dagger and technically a little bit under the radar type of thing. Right. Okay. Um, but he made loads of money, and by the end of it, he was, he was only about a day late and um, a, a, a day away from like finishing, and uh, he'd made nine grand, so he still hadn't doubled his money. And then basically, he made three bets and lost a, a, a ton of money, and ended up with just four grand left. Right. Uh, and he gave back the four grand to the BBC at the end of it, because so, he felt that he'd kind of made his made his points. Yeah. And it is, it is kind of like the slippery slope of gambling, which I think is the, uh, well, possibly the current, if not the next, social disease that's going to be a, a big thing that's going to hit. Uh, yeah, I think we're just becoming aware of things like gambling addiction. Um, yeah, well, are they still allowed think, to advertise gambling on TV? Uh, yeah, oh, definitely. It's, it's all the free six, well, obviously, I won't Oh, yeah, very, various betting companies. Yeah, because yeah. I know that there are moves afoot to um, to ban that because to an addict, that's you know, that's well, it's triggering. the whole kind of thing is like you can spend all night in the casino, and then like go back to your bed and lose your house just betting on your phone. I, I, uh, it, I think that I mean, you know, the political allegiances aside, I've, I've always been a, a staunch Labour voter. I'm, you know, a born and bred socialist, but. Uh, the, the one thing that I think Labour did uh, drop a ball on was kind of the deregulation of gambling and, and all that sort of thing. Mm. And I think it, it was a fast way to make a quick book. Yeah. But it, it's, it's left, like, it, it's a massive detriment to the society where now it's everywhere. Like, I mean, I couldn't imagine having a gambling issue. I mean, my, my granddad used to have issues with the horses back in the day, so I've never really yeah. had an issue with gambling. I've kind of stayed away from it. But, uh, Let me tell you about someone I know, you know, I think the world of, and he's managed to get hold of it now but he had a real problem with it and it bubbled away for years and it seemed like a bit of fun for a long time and then you kind of realize the level he'd got to when he uh he, he's ended up in debt and been bailed out he managed to get you know hardship fund help from his employer where they kind of cancelled a lot of his debts and stuff and so he started again and this has been going on for years and years and um he his kind of rock bottom came when he won a load of money, bought himself a car, but because he told his partner that he wasn't gambling anymore, he was parking the car around the corner, driving out to work in his old banger, picking up this car. Honestly, it was this double life he was leading. And she copped him because he kept all the um, handbook and everything in his sock drawer. And one day she decided she wanted to borrow a pair of his socks, busted absolutely busted so she found out about it and um you know it was make or break time i think they broke up for a while 
um, you know, he got into more debt, he got into more bother. Thankfully, his arse hit the ground and he started going to 12-step meetings and he sorted his life out. But, you know, this thing sort of bubbles on because he would lose a load of money, then he'd win a load of money, then he'd, you know, he'd win thousands of pounds in one night, but then he'd come away with a couple of hundred and he'd still think he was up, even despite the fact he could have walked away having made his money, but this is the thing, he couldn't walk away. And well, that's it. And I think I think that's one of the worst things with the, the the way this is all set up. Is that at the very least, if somebody's like, you know, spending all night at the you know casino or popping the bookies, at least somebody might say, "Oh, I saw yeah, popping the bookies it, the other day." It becomes obvious, yeah. But if it's all on the phone and like, as I say, I mean, I mean, I don't know. If there's any kind of limits on these things. I know the the, the you know what what's kind of killing off the uh, gambling shop industry is that they put on the fixed. Yeah, those uh, fixed point betting things. Yeah, the, the panic put restrictions on. And to be fair, you know, the, all the gambling companies did seem to put all their eggs in one basket with those for kind of nefarious reasons, as a personal opinion. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, in fair play. It, it Here's the thing some people it. find it fun and some people can do it and walk away, but it's like, you know, Ian always says about recreational drugs. Some people can do that on a weekend and it has no impact on the rest of their life and they don't have to do it from one six-month period to the next, the problem comes when it starts impacting on the rest of your life and you start telling lies about it. Well, that's it. I mean, uh, I mean pe- people with alcoholism, they often say that one of the issues is that obviously society is geared in a certain way that you can't really escape it. And I, I think gambling's got the point. I mean, at least with alcohol, there's, there's some sort of regulation in regards to advertising, but with... You know, the way they advertise these things is kind of like, oh, be somebody special, be, you know, join the magic room, come, yeah. come play with all these people who but are the, all... But the thing is, it's not about the, it's not about the um, form the addiction takes, it's about what the addiction is trying to cover up, you know? Well, it's just based on the, 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 the big, the next big thing, and obviously the, the next big thing is always the next big thing, it, it never gets to anything because it's always the, the next big thing. Yeah. It, it, it's like whack-a-mole. You get you, you get one sorted, and then it pops up something else, some quick fix that's going to make you feel better. Yeah, and uh, you know everybody wants that, but it's it, you know with anything, it, it you know everything else falls falls away in in the process. Yeah. Then you find yourself in a bed to spending your, your yeah. benefit money on like uh, like like a Japanese horse race at three yeah. o'clock in the morning. Or, or when you're driving round the corner in a banger and getting into a Mercedes. Because you can't tell your girlfriend what you've done. <laughs> Absolutely crackers. Absolutely crackers. And that's kind of the, the, the small end of what was going on with that, that poor bloke. And he's a lovely fella. And um, thankfully he's got his life together, but uh, he had to get found out. Well, I mean, addiction makes a, a, a victim of us all. Yeah. Um, oh, but, but on the other side of things, um, obviously summer holidays-wise, naughty children. Um, how do you deal with that in a, in a general in a general sense? I, I've been working. My, my missus is a teacher, so she's been spending the lion's share of the time with the children. Right. And they're just. Uh, how old are they? Now, well, with a six-year-old who's acting like a teenager. Oh yeah. Like answering back and just. Like, it's uh, it's boredom and frustration, isn't it? Yeah. Being cooped up. And then a two-year-old who's kind of had previously just followed in her stead and just got uh, whispers in the ear from her, but has now started acting out on his own with his own yeah. little naughty tactics. Well, also he's two. Well, he was he was stomping honey toast in the carpet this morning. I mean, that's, that's not necessary. He's got his boot heel with his heel. Is that right? He put on welly boots especially to do it. Wow. Right. Okay. Here's what we need to do, and I need to do this as well and take my own advice because my kids start to squabble after a while. They've been playing really nicely. They've discovered slime making. 
which if you've got already got a crappy carpet, what's to lose? But they've been making slime. We've got pots of the stuff. Um, and it's just basically uh, school glue and uh, colouring and something else that makes it kind of all glued together. But it's the same sort of stuff we used to buy ready-made in pots when we were kids and make fart noises with. Do you remember that stuff? Oh yeah, well, most of my men used to come in. Yes, yeah, they did. You used to be able to get a toy, and I don't, I don't really know what the point was beyond the fact that it was disgusting and our parents hated it. But anyway, they'd be making that. But I find that when it turn, when they start to turn on each other, there's nothing for it. You have got to get the shoes on and take them and let them run somewhere till they're knackered. Yeah, no, well, that, that seems to be that. We, we, we've got to do some punishment. Uh, some toys have been put into a, oh, a, yeah. a, a staff and uh, it's to the charity it's good behavior or to the charity shop it goes oh i remember mm. with my eldest she was a really placid kid but every now and again there'd be little flare-ups and apparently that's normal they'll kind of regress now and again because it's sort of a growth spurt and hormones and all that sort of stuff um and also be knackered um but i remember one particular occasion she used to do you remember i don't know whether your kids are into this but um Disney do like a ragdoll version of the Disney princesses and we had virtually all of them. There was about eight of them that we had. And uh, at one point I was confiscating one. I'd give her three warnings and after the third one, the princess would get it and she'd have to sit on top of my wardrobe and she said she could see her and she couldn't play with her. And at, um, and at one point, uh, it was like a subs bench up there. They were all, <laughs> they were all sitting there and she knew that she'd been too naughty. And so she had to sort of win them back by being good. It was like, you know, sometimes you got, you get, I, with me, it's always been three strikes, three strikes, and then there has to be a full stop to it, and I will take something away that you like playing with. I also remember um, putting a, a note on her toy basket that just said, uh, too naughty. She wasn't allowed to play with anything in there. Oh, I know. No, I mean, tonight, uh, they, they was, we turned our backs for two seconds after reading them the right act earlier, and we were both standing on the windowsill looking out the window uh, with the, the window open. So um, oh all, all, the to- all the toys were removed from her room and I've, uh, I've secreted them away into the back, back bedroom. Yeah. Basically just the storage room. Unfortunately, yeah, it's got to be prison rules. You take away privileges. Well, my, my only thought is, I don't know if it's technically child abuse, but uh, the sack of toys that I've got, I'm tempted to make her go to the charity shop with them. Well, and hand them over herself and, and like get. A, oh a, a, God! A, that uh, oh no! That sounds like that, 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 that's torture. Fine. That's torture. I mean, what's she done to deserve that? Trapped a bit of crumbs into the carpet, or? <sighs> it's getting to that point. Do you do the naughty step? <laughs> uh, just sending it to a room more than the naughty step, because the naughty step it just becomes a case of just stamping on the stairs. We've got wooden oh. stairs, so oh well, I it just becomes. I do not. I am not messed with with the naughty. My kids still go on it sometimes. And they'll sit there for seven minutes, and if they carry on, if they stamp, they get extra time. Well, I'm starting to think uh, I need to invest in some sort of uh, industrial baby gate that works for like ages six and up, <laughs> um, like I, I don't, like some sort of portcullis or something. That I think Pablo, uh, you, you got to get this nipped in the bud. You don't want to be doing this when they're eighteen. Oh no, I've, I've got plans for that. I've, I've got an entire team set up to, <laughs> to work. You're uh, building a tower. <laughs> Well, once you get to, the, um, well, I don't know, I'll, I'll, I'll have a separate team working there, um, ops just to check and see what's what, and then the other ones just come in and then it'll just be a poison dart of the neck. Anyway. Right. Right, okay. Well, that sounds that sounds like an unorthodox technique, but if that works for you, I'm not going to judge. You do you. I have a piece of evidence and I can't trace it back to, oh, what have I done now? <laughs> oh, no. uh, yeah, delete this. <laughs> delete this. Bit late now. Oh dear, why did you say, oh dear? <laughs>
gonna, I'm going to let you go, Pablo, before you say anything else that incriminates you. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. If you talk to my children, I've got I've got them well schooled in this, and sometimes they need reminding. But they will tell you that there is only one rule in my house, and it is: do not mess with mummy. You will not win. The late night alternative with Catherine Boyle. Speech radio with a difference. Talk radio. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.